Thanks for joining us. This is the EWN Podcast Network. Hello, my friends, and welcome to Rev with Rachel, where we recreate, enlighten, and vibrate in our radiance. I'm Reverend Dr. Rachel Whetstone, but you can call me Rachel. This podcast is the place to learn about really feeling our emotions, mastering the mind, being aware of our energy, and tuning into our own body's intuition for the purpose of living in bliss, freedom, peace, and what I call our godly potential. I'm thrilled that this episode is brought to you by the Rev with Rachel affiliate, Source Code Meditation at Higher Brain Living, something that's been very transformative and liberating for my own life and my clients. It's an online education and meditation practice for awakening and energizing your higher brain and expressing your most radiant, authentic self. Go to the show notes to get my referral link, and once you are on the Source Code Meditation page, click the Learn More button under the Nine Summits of Transformation online. And I would love to stay connected with you. If you want updates about Rev with Rachel and living a Rev life, go to drrachelw.com, enter your name and email address, and I will send you Rachel's Nine Happiness and Healing Essentials, as well as my video class, Radical Radiant Growth. I have an app that will support you also on your inner healing journey to express your radiant and truest self. Go to rachelapp.com for the download links and sign up for a free subscription to additional features. I'm excited about today's episode. It's called How to Use Astrology Consciously with Stacey Quast. Stacey is fiercely committed to guiding people to live a more conscious and connected life of feeling worthy, present, and liberated. Clients confidently and authentically move forward while embracing their purpose and passions. Being witness to these transformational shifts makes her heart sing. She's a mastery higher brain living facilitator, soul contract astrologer, and Koya embodied movement facilitator. With over a decade of experience working with astrology, healing, and consciousness, Stacy is a clear and effective guide. She helps clients go within, make life changes, and achieve remarkable success by liberating the self from cultural and societal belief systems, as well as subconscious beliefs. She holds transformational retreats, works one-on-one, and teaches embodied movement classes connected to the astrological cycles. Through this, she helps guide women to connect and feel their truth, their essence, and intuitive guidance, and live more from this connected and conscious place. Stacy's mission is to support you in creating a life that radiates your most joy-filled, authentic, and empowered expression of yourself. Well, that sounds very powerful and an amazing place to be. Welcome to the show, Stacy. Thank you, Rachel. Yeah. Glad to be here. I know. You've been on before, but I wanted to have you on again because I, I love what you speak to and and who you are and the, the beauty that you have to share and the wisdom that you can help others tap into within themselves. It's, it's amazing work that you do. Yeah, I, I love it. I love just seeing the shifts and transformation and being that guide for people. Yeah. So, I mean, you speak so beautifully in your bio about how you help people connect and feel their truth. This isn't you know, the everyday language <laughs> out, out in the world, connect with their essence and their own intuitive guidance. You know, you must have had your own journey in that to now be able to help others with this deep and meaningful work. Do you have kind of a story around awakening this in yourself? Yeah, I think 
for me, um, I was on a path, you know, of healing, working with flower essences, doing Reiki. And it was really when um, I started connecting to astrology and the different archetypal patterns within astrology that it was like this whole other world. And at first, I think I was curious to, you know, help understand myself and, and how I kind of step into my own power and gifts. And it also really helped me understand and see other people for uniquely how they are, how they're wired mm-hmm. and like hold space for that, like for their own beauty and uniqueness and instead of like the ways that we can get locked into like why doesn't our family see me or why don't they understand where I'm coming from I could just look at it and say oh they're wired this way like they're coming from this other perspective they have this different orientation to life and how they perceive things and that's really beautiful and it's sacred and it's not about like other people like you know believing what your truth or seeing your way but like how can we hold space for all our perspectives and our uniqueness. Mm-hmm. And um, it just really got me so lit up. And then just starting to notice um, the different types of, of cycles and different themes. And, and then when it really connected to the, using the archetypes, like I'd been studying Carolyn Mace's work of sacred contracts and like really lit up about the archetypal work. And then met my mentor, Robert Ojado, who, um, really worked with the archetypal patterns that are already innately embedded in your chart. And there's certain, you know, themes with different planets and different signs. Like we have the Pisces energy now with the new moon and the Mercury retrograde is like this mystical energy of like going with the flow, of like really feeling our true feelings and it's really creative time. And so we have this like the artist, the mystic, the empath, the intuitive, like all these things kind of associated, you know, it could be the victim, the healer with Pisces. And so how do we connect to this energy and um, just starting to intuitively feel into these energy patterns and how they connect to um, both people and collective cycles. And I really use it in a way that similar to, you know, a, a shamanic practice that we are the walker of both worlds. There is this, our own personal path that is awakening and, you know, we're becoming more conscious and stepping into it, but we're also a walker of the collective and there's these collective cycles that are getting activated and they're both, you know, mirroring lessons and themes for us and how do we kind of walk in both worlds and hold the space for both happening at the same time. Oh, interesting. I know that that was probably a lot of real deep information (laughs) for, (laughs) for people if it's the first time they've heard about astrology. Um, and I love that. I mean, that's, this is the kind of language that kind of wakes me up and is like, what, you know, I want to learn more. I want to figure this out. Like, where is this showing up for me or my own life or my family? You know, so when you're speaking of the astro, like, a uh, astrological energies of this time of Pisces, um, is that, so that's something that all really all of society, or we all kind of have access to, yeah, so for example, we have like we had this week a new moon in Pisces, um, Mercury went into retrograde in Pisces, um, you know, both March 5th and 6th. And so there's this connection 
to this energy. And there's also like many other cycles, there's layers and they kind of all work together and they're all having this conversation together, like these different archetypes. Mm-hmm. And some of it's more unconscious, some of it's more confrontational, some of it's more supportive, just depending on that conversation and the angle. But you have this, so you can look at where Pisces is at in your own chart. And the chart is, you know, this circle, I really see it as your soul contract, this blueprint your map that your soul chose, these lessons, these different soul groups to come in, um, these different, you know, power and gifts that you have. And they're all different sections um, in the circle, almost like pieces of pie that are different areas of your life. And so you can look at um, where Pisces is at in your chart and it represents a different area of your life. Um, so that can tell you, yeah, specifically like where this is going on for you. You can, you know, kind of look at that in charts of different members of your family. And then also just collectively, like you can create, um, a chart of like the new moon, you know, like an event or something and look at that kind of collectively as a cycle and what's going on. Oh, interesting. So you kind of see how things are showing up in someone's life or, um, in the world in general events and you can kind of see where where the astrology is playing out and what themes are arising is that am I saying that truthfully yeah and it's this really amazing tracker of synchronicity and you know when these different events kind of get activated and different themes come on the scene that we're working out and there's a way that you can kind of tune in almost like if you were checking the weather on your app like mm-hmm. what's going on in the collective and just kind of mm-hmm. feeling into the, the energy of the, that collective weather and like what cycles are happening both personal and cultural and like where our next steps are and it's pretty amazing how sometimes like to the day we'll have a planet coming into a new sign or a new activation and we'll just see different things in the culture happening mm-hmm. and shifting yeah. You know, for example, like Uranus and in, into Taurus, um, there's been like earthquakes because it is this kind of electric Uranus revolutionary lightning energy coming into the earth, mm. you know, and um, Jupiter into Scorpio. When we had that, it was like Jupiter can a lot of be about can be like our potential, maybe where things like planting the seeds to really look at some things or getting things going. It can also be like where you've sometimes where you've settled Scorpio really being like a lot of these hidden things that um, we don't want to look at coming to the surface, like really going deep into how we can shift and, and be in alchemy and transform. And also some of that hidden shadows coming up. And so the day Jupiter went into Scorpio, it like launched the me too movement. It's mm. like, here's something in the collective that we haven't been looking at mm, and, right. and be, you know, here to shift and like grow and for us to evolve in our society. And so, um, it's really powerful Yeah, to connect to those. And it's really like how I use it. Um, there's a lot of like superstitious ways, maybe like I don't subscribe to the belief that the planets are you know, to blame for our problems or that there's a time when um, they're doing things to us. Like there, you know, when astrology was first originated, it was during medieval times when people actually believed 
that there were gods in the sky or some deities that were causing things to happen to them. And mm-hmm. it was some kind of punishment. Like there was actual Mars out there that's out to get me or Zeus is doing these things. Like we don't actually have orientation God or gods anymore. Most of us, like we've kind of evolved past that. Like some people still might have that kind of, um, you know, wrathful God, but we don't actually think that these are mythic creatures out there. And so now that we've evolved and, and have a different relationship, like a different consciousness since that time, we no longer have that medieval thinking. So why would you use astrology in this way? It's really about, to me, there's a cycle or this part of you that's trying to become more conscious, that's waking up within. And then the outside world is just mirroring that, you know, sometimes like the relationships that we're in become a mirror. The culture is showing these themes that are going on. And so how can we connect to this in an empowered way and, and kind of see this as going on so that we can make a conscious choice mm-hmm. rather than, you know, some of the fear based ways of like, Oh, it's Mercury retrograde. And I don't even know what that means, but I'm going to hide in my bed and, you know, this must, you know, I must be having these problems or not listening and not being present because it's Mercury retrograde. And it's like, well, maybe you weren't actually that present or connected before. Mm-hmm. And now, you know, it's just convenient to use this cycle. And there are um, reasons maybe that some of these stereotypes come on the scene, but we are, you are like your whole chart. You're not just your Zodiac sign, or mm-hmm. I call it like your sun sign. Okay. You are all these different parts and each, um, each planet it has it in a different sign represents a different part or aspect of you. And how can this all come together? And, you know, really the Mercury retrograde cycle is this time, you know, for us to really slow down, for us to really check in, like how have the last three months been going? You know, where am I headed? Where can I get realigned, recalibrated? And there's always something that's trying to awaken within us or become more conscious during this time. And so sometimes when you hear these um, more superstitious versions of like, Oh, be careful. Don't sign contracts. Don't agree to anything. Like don't mm-hmm. book the, you know, surgeries or travel. There's um, what, what it's really saying or what it's really about is there might, you might not have all the information yet, you know, like there's something new trying to come in um, that you're trying to awaken to. And so it's a good time to slow down and connect to this and and see where you want to be and like see, you know, maybe where you need to realign or, you know, what is this new information? So if you keep pushing ahead and not really listening to your guidance or you're just in this like doing, doing, doing that our culture, you know, really supports, Mm -hmm. um, sometimes you can have like technology issues or, you know, some car problems or something happened, but it's sort of like life's trying to get you to slow down. Yeah. Yeah, I've instead of like the fear mongering, stop and the pause instead of the constant like, what's next? What's next? Oh, I get this and this and this. And I felt that actually in this Minnesota cold that we've had this year, Mm -hmm. it felt um, it felt like this kind of forced like everybody in this cold area just like stop and pause. And I heard so many stories about people who were like being with their kids. For, the, for maybe the first time, you know, like it made everyone kind of stop and stay home and be with their kids during the day instead of, you know, that's, those are the kind of, I'm surrounded by families. So that's mm-hmm. my, my 
perspective that are that I see or experience around that but I've like people were like oh it was so nice to just snuggle with my kids and it's like how well how often do we pause and do that yeah our culture doesn't really support um like that slowing down listening to our guidance connecting in a lot of ways even um even though there is so much um you know, books and teachings on this. There's also just like, even just to be an entrepreneur or be in the world or be a parent, there's just like so much like doing, doing, doing. So it is this natural time that it's like, all right, you do have to pause. You know, Mm -hmm. if you were driving in your car all the time, for example, and you never stopped, you would eventually run out of gas. Yeah. (laughs) So you do have to stop and refill and, and tune in and replenish. And so we have these times built in to do that. And then there is, you know, kind of with these Pisces themes, like there's something around that area of your life or with those archetypes that's like coming in, like new guidance and information about where we can go forward. And Pisces is a lot about like our deep soul work and our service, you know, and um, maybe just listening to like where we are really being guided in the next steps is like such an empowered way to use that. And if you don't have a relationship to the listening, it's like, you know, life, there's kind of like that trickster archetype with Mercury, like life will create some circumstances that will support you in slowing down. Mm -hmm. And, um, we can often perceive that as like being a victim if we're not connected to that, like life is happening to us or these things are created. Um, so if you really can be ahead of the game and be like, oh, this, this is going on. I know this is happening. Um, we can choose to like be that conscious co-creator and, and really tune in. And like maybe the most nourishing thing is to rest or just surrender. Like we have so much snow right now. We're not going anywhere. What can we do? Like what would feel good? Like we're all here, you know, or maybe it's just like surrendering to that deep nourishing rest that we weren't allowing for ourselves and like what feels nourishing to me and, mm-hmm. or, you know, setting um, some new intentions, you know, and getting, maybe just getting creative and like allowing that maybe where you didn't feel like you had to get all your work done first, you know, what if you could actually get more done if you allowed for more rest or more creative time first, you know, sometimes some people that's like revolutionary. Yeah. <laughs> so like your chores done first before you could play, you know, that we kind of mm-hmm. take on. Yeah, because I think I know myself in the past and many other people are so driven by shoulds, what we think we should be doing. And, you know, whether we took that on from our parents or society or started these structures and rules within ourselves, I think so many people are driven by that. Yeah, and I'm such an advocate for instead of just like being fear of it, of like what, like Mercury retrograde or what are these cycles doing? It's like, get to the deeper part about like what's trying to awaken in you and how you can really best align with this and like what are your personal growth cycles right now and how you can really connect to that and like it is then like really in looking at some of the unconscious beliefs with these archetypes and um, it's then that you can really start more doors open to you and like you can step into your life um, with more esteem more presence than you had before otherwise it's just sort of like you know, there's a lot of ways you can kind of perceive life and also astrology is just kind of being a victim and these things are happening to you instead of like ways that you can kind of flow with it and connect to it, which is mm-hmm. really empowering. And when I, um, I love to help support people to like bring a different perspective to their own life and then also how to use astrology. Yeah. 
Yeah, very cool. I know, you know, for myself, it has felt like it, I became so much more empowered when I looked at and I was able to just sense all of my own reactions and kind of what was showing up for me, not from like, this is happening, but from a, what is this showing up to show me within myself? What, what emotional healing might I need to look at? What, what beliefs do I have that I might need to shift and, and start telling myself a new story? And it becomes just kind of more of a quiet internal journey instead of like an out there constantly doing kind of personal growth thing out there. It's, a, it, it's an inner journey, probably as equal as, as things we might go and do out in the world. Does that make sense? <laughs> yeah, equal or I would say definitely much more so. Like it's always starting inside and it's it's like the outside world is a reflection of that which is waking up to itself, you know. Mm-hmm. And you can see in the chart the different energy that's going on in the family dynamics, in the culture, what at the time when you were born, like when you start to come in. And how that can create different subconscious patterns. And for example, like maybe you learn to be that emotional processor in the family or caretaker and always being the one that like, I know how to make someone feel better. I know how to be there. And so you start to get validation or esteem in that way. And, you know, moving forward, like as a young adult, it's like you can be very codependent if, you know, you have to need to be needed or always taking care of other people. Sometimes you can completely lose your own needs Mm -hmm. and that connection to yourself. And so you want to find these patterns and how they helped you survive your childhood, helped you really, you know, um, learn the type of skills a lot of times that you needed to learn And also it's like, you don't necessarily want to go through life with that archetype driving the bus. Mm -hmm. And you don't want the codependent, for example, um, to be the one like partnered with your entrepreneur or setting up your dating profile, you know? And so it's like, (laughs) how do we bring a different level of consciousness of how you can use this? And, you know, and also there's different cycles when I think there's some archetypes that are there for you. Um, when you were born and then there's some that are more like you're developing you into your potential. And so you might have, you know, certain times like when you've really done work or just different times in your life that are kind of scheduled, they come on the scene and maybe you didn't even know you had an entrepreneur. Maybe you weren't aware that you had a writer, but it's like, Mm -hmm. it's here to meet you now. And like, you're going to step into this and, you know, maybe it's something you never even thought of, but you have this like great idea. And so mm-hmm. there are always like these different parts of you that are, are coming up and unfolding. You know, maybe when you have the artist, it's like, it's such a strong part that's like everything else takes a back seat, right? Or like a lot of times being a mother, like that becomes your main archetype mm-hmm. for a while, you know, like this is where you're at. And then there might be a time when something else kind of shifts and there's this other cycle and you get to create and kind of rebirth yourself in a different way. Mm-hmm. And there are certain times in your chart that like those are scheduled. Yeah. Oh my gosh. There's so much richness in um, being attuned to that for ourselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So if someone were to do it like a, I, I want to do a one-on-one session with Stacy. what does a session look like or how does it, how do you work with people through astrology? Yeah. So I do sessions over the phone that are either 60 or 90 minutes And it's really, especially like the first one, really going back to those subconscious patterns, ways that maybe you've been held back or stuck 
that you've learned from childhood and, and where you really can do the most work to step in your, to your potential. And then also looking at what your current life cycles in, uh, are in, which are called transits in astrology. And those are where the planets are at currently and how mm-hmm. that's impacting your natal chart. So there's this like snapshot of um, how the planets were aligned when you took your, took your first breath, mm. which is called your natal chart that you okay. always have that kind of like your soul contract, your blueprint um, of what you're here to work on. And then the planets where they're at currently, like today in 2019, kind of have a relationship or a conversation or different activations of that chart. And so it's like, what are your personal growth cycles? And how can you step into that? Mm-hmm. Like what's kind of coming on the scene for you? And I mm-hmm. also do mentoring for people that really want to take a deep dive into understanding astrology in a different way. And so looking at, you know, what is Saturn archetypally? Um, how is it in your personal chart? How does that affect you? What is, what's going on in the collective with Saturn right now, archetypally and kind of, you know, doing like more in-depth lessons with each of these and then looking at Pluto. What does this mean? Um, in my specific one-on-one sessions, I don't necessarily have to use astrological language. Some people really like that. Um, and it's really fun for them. Sometimes it can just be confusing to be like, Mm -hmm. wait a minute, you know, um, I can actually just talk more about the lessons and the archetypes and like how to stand in your power. But if someone really wants that deep astrological language and to like mm-hmm. learn and understand that, then that can be more of like a six month or year study program. Oh, cool. That it sounds amazing. I have yet to do a session with you, but I know I need to get, get on your books. <laughs> <laughs> it's time, right? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe there's a reason. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Know, we've been talking about this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So is there anything else that you want to speak to around, you know, how to use astrology consciously? Hmm. I think that's really important to, to um, realize that you are your own, your whole chart and not just, how we're related to like our zodiac sign and to see how it can all work together. You know, like your Mercury and your natal chart is a lot about how you think and how you perceive things. And like Venus really shows what your values are. Mm-hmm. And the moon is a lot of um, our own like default patterns and like where we go when maybe we feel insecure and, um, you know, our Mars is like our will and where energy wants to go. And Jupiter is like, we're kind of this potential where we want to expand, where we want to grow and where we kind of bring in more confidence. And there is this just beautiful dance and conversation with, with everything. And so it's not just about, you know, I'm a Gemini and what does that mean? Mm-hmm. And you know, should I, should I date a Libra? And like, I don't know about that. And like really going deeper, like a lot of times your sun sign and how I use astrology is more of like a developmental force in your potential and more of like your moon and your ascendant is like who you innately are. And so sometimes, you know, people like don't relate to their zodiac sign and think, oh, well, this doesn't make any sense. You know, this is who you're, this is for me. It's like, it's because it's more than the stereotype. And 
also like moving into what it is for you really depends on where it's at in your chart, um, the specific house and the area that it's in. And also there's like parts of yourself that you might have not have met um, there, like that your son's like ready to help move you into your potential. And so there is so much richness and depth um, a lot of times than just what we see like in our horoscope or just when we see, you know, and like, the, like a lot of just general, like, or, you know, you can, and also you can't take one specific cycle that's happening and just look at that. It's like, there is this whole conversation with everything going at once. And so it's really hard, even when you're learning, um, you can look up a certain part in the chart or a certain thing and it's good information, but it really all comes together and it's like a live living tool. And so you can't just like put any part of a person or a behavior or a cycle like in a box. Mm-hmm. It's really like this animated living force. And there's so much like you could spend your whole lifetime learning um, deeper and deeper and how to step in and use this in an empowered way. Oh, I love that. Now I'm like, oh, There's something new to learn here for me. (laughs) Oh, I love it. Yeah, I know you also have a beautiful newsletter that you put out. How, if the listeners want to connect with you and learn more through your newsletter or have a session with you, how would they do that? Yes, my website is stacyquast.com. And I'm sure you'll put the link for that below. And um, there's just a a pop-up box where you can join my newsletter and I write blogs about the different cycles, how to step in consciously to the cycles and work with these different archetypes. And so I send one out like maybe once a month and, you know, you can also look at the blogs that I've written on my blog page as well. Cool. And then sometimes that will just show like upcoming events or classes or things that I'm doing too. Awesome. And then how would they do the, you want to share your email address? Sure. Yeah. My email is Stacy, S-T-A-C-Y at alignwithyourtruth.com. Awesome. You can also, yeah, if my sessions you can book. Okay. Um, you can book through your website? The website. Oh, perfect. And then still, uh, still spell Stacy Quast. S-T-A-C-Y. Q-U-A-S-T. Awesome. StacyQuast.com. Thanks so much, Stacy. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, I love I love everything you do. One day I'll probably have to have you on to speak to Koya too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um awesome work you're doing. And I just always love, you know, the richness of of what you've done for your own growth and then how you're able to guide and hold space for other people. And, and I know with astrology, it's a, it's another whole part of Stacy that I don't even know totally. yet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm excited to learn more. Thanks for being on. Hey, Rev with Rachel listeners. If you haven't already done so, please hit the subscribe button so you get all of the latest episodes. And if you're ready to dive deeper into your freedom and radiant expression, you can get my book, Radiantly Free, Recreating Life and Health from the Radiance of You on Amazon. With that, remember to rev, recreate, enlighten, and vibrate. Thank you for listening. Until we meet again, be love.
is the EWN Podcast Network.